you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. You have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host, Graham, and sitting opposite me, with it being Kevin Nash career mode on the Royal Grumble this week, it's two dudes with attitude. Sitting in the chair to my left, it's Dan, Big Danny Cool. All right. Hi, Dan. And sitting in the corner to my right, it's the Royal Grumble's very own Vinny Vegas. It's, it's Daryl. All right, mate. All right, Daryl, how are you doing? All right, mate. I like your hat. Thanks, mate. Oh, I'm, I'm, if I if I had headphones, I'd be like Craig David. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm the one. Them? I've got some I'm headphones. one in the room without headphones on. So, well, there's a reason for that. Yeah, we don't. We feel like if you actually hear what you're saying, you'll probably have to leave the show. So. Yeah, yeah. Right, opening contest for this week. So, I'm uh, I'm bringing in some expertise from another sport. You know, because wrestling's a sport. So. Oh, yeah. greatest sport ever. Um, this week, Claudio Ranieri. Rest, well, last last year's Premier League champions. Sacked their winning manager, Claudio Vanieri, this week, okay. uh, which is national tragedy. We're all in mooring. Okay. Uh, but I want to, uh, this give me an idea. I wanted to ask you two, which wrestler has had the greatest fall in stature since May 2016? Uh, Dean Ambrose. And I've looked at the pay-per-view records to prove it. <laughs> right. So um, there were two pay-per-views in May. There were Payback and I want to say Money in a Bank. No, Payback and another one. And he beat Jericho on both of them. Yep. Then in the next pay-per-view, which was Money in the Bank, he won the world title. And uh, look at him now. What, what about him now? He just stinks of piss, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> bit of a fall from grace, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. You are wearing a very similar to Dean Ambrose outfit, though, Daryl. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a fashion icon, isn't he? <laughs> it's the best that really gets me, I think. Yeah. With the big stain of it's grease. It's a G lay. Oh. <laughs> Is that the rules? Tim, tactics Tim. Tactics Tim. Oh, don't. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I literally don't know what that means. He's comparing you to Tim Sherwood. Okay. I thought you'd be more offended by that. Yeah, but he is, he is an Arsenal Form, fan. Isn't former he? Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but he is an Arsenal fan. His dad's got a season ticket to Arsenal, so that's, that's a fact. Dan, who's had the greatest fall in stature since May 2016? I'm going to put this on you, Graham. Option A is... Uh, kind of like Daryl's one or option B isn't which one would you rather me go for can you go for the one that we can broadcast on air please I'd really <laughs> prefer to go yeah, for the tell, one I want to know the other one though off air yeah okay okay oh, this one's sh- the shit one uh, Matt Seidel I was going to say he was having a good run on the indies and stuff and then Dickhead took weed to Japan with him and fucked up most of his career spent a bit of time in prison he's had a bit of a uh, he was falling before but this was like the proper dump in the great in the it's good to see Matt Seidel learning from his mistakes, isn't it? I mean, you know, he got sacked from a company because he really loved weed too much. So what did he go and do? He got sacked from another company because... Oh, that's... <laughs> I mean, it's never actually weed, though. Like, for WWE, it was Spice. It's like a weed, like, alternative. It was like cast. It was like a legal high version of it. And then in Japan, he took, like, cannibal, cannabinoid oil. Can- what? Cannabinoid Can- oil, isn't it? Cannibal oil. What? Can- can- cannabinoid oil. Uh, oh. See, you're Danny Boyle like, oil. <laughs> you're making me second guess myself. <laughs> I just don't know what it is. What it's like? Uh, it's an oil from cannabis. Is it one of those things that they okay. put in like uh, vape, vape, vape sticks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Like what like, off of what his face? Nick um, Diaz had one at his that's press conference. The yeah. one, Nicholas okay. Stanley Diaz. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, do, do you know what, Dan? I'm I, I'm gonna go against my better judgment. I'm gonna break the rules here, and I'm gonna let you have a second go because like yeah. Well, it, the other one's Vader. Oh, <laughs> that's up. That's too sad. No, Daryl wins because he didn't make me upset. That was your fault. It's just that was on you. It's still real to me. <laughs> damn it. I mean, oh. last May was when he posted that picture of him looking all buff in gym. Oh, don't. Oh, that is upsetting. <laughs> Jeez. Hashtag like a thumb. Right. <laughs> yes. Bring back hashtag like a thumb. Splendid. So, um, I the mic so bad. Though. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheer myself up now. So someone else who uh, has had a bit of a fall, of grace since, fall from grace since May 2016 is CM Punk. But don't worry. He's still got a friend sort of in the WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, did you know that The Rock was at Raw? I did, yeah. So The Rock was at Raw. By the way, as an aside, The Rock was at Raw and wasn't on Raw. How bizarre is that? Because they weren't going to pay him enough, were they? I assume <laughs> that's what it is. They don't want to pay him, is it? Yeah. Because, like, I guess... Do you think this means he's not going to be at WrestleMania? I think it might come down as, like, just do a little bit in ring. Like. I imagine he just rung Vince up and went, so uh, I'm going to come film some stuff at your place next week. Uh yeah, Rocky. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there before and after the show. Just whenever you're not doing Raw, and then eventually, like, it was like, oh, well, do you want to do something? No, I don't want to be on Raw. Okay. <laughs> it was before and after, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and during one of the commercial breaks. Phenomenal. <laughs> it literally must be that he gets paid when he goes on telly, and he does get paid when he goes on telly. But yeah. like, oh my god. So the, yeah, they were filming the Page movie, weren't they? Yes. They were filming the ending of the Page movie with CM Punk's wife in the ending of the Page movie. Yeah. AJ Lee, not Brooks. Yeah. So. Well, she was Lee then, weren't she? She was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably. So, all the same as, although really her surname's Mendez, I think. So, yeah. Spanish. <laughs> uh, but, so, so, CM Punk chant starts up as per usual. And The Rock, because The Rock does whatever The Rock wants, phones CM Punk in the middle of the ring. Yeah. They he, better not cut my mic. <laughs> he got a, uh, yeah, they said they were going to cut his mic. He got, uh, he got the voicemail. He, he he claimed, I don't know if I believe him when he said this, he claimed that CM Punk called him back. I don't know if I believe that part. No. Because like, I, 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 especially after he'd heard the voicemail, he'd be like, no, that could get me in legal trouble. CM Punk, to be fair, said, thanks Staples Center, it was nice to hear you. That was I was actually surprised by how well he responded to that. Usually it'd be, leave me alone, you part-time prick. You know, <laughs> oh, look yeah. at me, I'm CM Punk, the part-time UFC fighter. Also, did you see his excuse for why he didn't answer the phone? He walked his dog. Yeah. Have you seen his dog? Oh. It's kind of cute. Is that? It, oh. It's like it's kind of haggard looking. So hold on, he was walking his dog. Yeah. Did he pass Roy Keane on the way? Because like Roy Keane's forever walking his dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> you remember like when Roy Keane <laughs> like hope for the World Cup and just watched his dog every day? He's like, oh yeah. no, the reporters are here again. What a shame <laughs> by accident. <laughs> Football cast. Yeah, but no, nobody's fucking going up to Sam Punk. How they wanted an interview? <laughs> Nobody dares. Hey Phil. Well, last guy who interviewed him's in court. So. <laughs> So I was thinking, like, if The Rock is going to be at WrestleMania, it could have an interaction with The New Day, but we know he's not going to, don't we? Because it's all coming true. Do you know, I'd like people to go back and listen to our our prediction show in a couple of weeks, because I think our WrestleMania is coming together, isn't it? We predicted, we called it, you know who's coming back at WrestleMania, don't you? If New Day are the hosts. No. Vader? Um... When it comes crashing down and it hurts oh, yeah. inside, he's got friends and they're all black. <laughs> <laughs> it, is black it is black history month. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, you brought that up again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. 
Yeah, that's what's going to happen. It's nailed on. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, Hogan's, Hogan's training ready we for said it. This, we've been saying this for so long. Hogan's coming out to see the new day. He's like, look, how can he be racist? All of his friends are black. Have you guys so, met my daughter? Not you, Biggie. Oh, not you. Yeah, <laughs> stay away from her. Yeah. <laughs> You've, no, I'm not allowed to use that word. No, my lawyers have told me. My not. brother. Brother. I mean oh, it in the wrestling sense. Yeah, just, it's just a catchphrase. It's yeah. fine. Let me tell you something, brother. Uh, I mean, y- yeah. Yeah, so the New Day are hosting WrestleMania, which is pretty much just a confirmation that they have no feuds or matches for the New Day. Uh, SmackDown side of things, AJ Styles and Luke Harper didn't draw in a battle royal. They actually showed the replay on Talking Smack. Like, right at the end of Talking Smack, they showed the replay again. See, do you think... Well, from the side of the ring where you could see the feet? No, no. The, say, the one angle they showed, like, originally. Oh, right, okay. They showed that angle again. And Daniel Bryan even said, cause AJ Styles was on the show at the time, Daniel Bryan said, now if I had to guess, I can't see your feet hit, but I'd say you probably hit first. And that caused AJ to like flip his lid. Well, you do know that Shane's going to have the other angle, don't you? Yeah. They're going to do the match next week and AJ Styles is going to win. But then Shane's going to come out and go, oh, I've just, just got the footage. And um, they'll play it on the big screen and they'll show the footage from the other side. And that's how he'll get screwed out of his title match. And then we'll get the big money match of Shane O'Mac versus <laughs> AJ Styles. Well, AJ no. actually mentioned on Talking Smack, by the way, that he thinks that Shane makes better decisions than Daniel Bryan. So yeah. That, that's just telegraphing, isn't it? It's yeah. like, oh, he's going to win in his hometown. It's just always the opposite. There was yes. a nice bit of hope this week when Nakamura did an interview and said, I- I'd love to be part of WrestleMania. And I understand AJ Styles doesn't have anything, so that could be a good match. And a few people started going, oh, that would be great. That would be great. It's not happening. No, because it's not happening. Nakamura, Nakamura says, oh, that's what he likes. And Vince is probably sat there going, ha, funny. How can I understand him? Like Vince is written down. It's in English. It's like, oh, funny little. There he is. Same Has anybody got Funaki's number? We need to translate this. <laughs> Dan, I think you need to own up to something you've done. I think you need to take responsibility for something you've done. You need to apologize publicly to a certain female wrestler. Hmm? Don't you think? I'm not allowed to talk about her in public legally. No, 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 that one. Not um, no, okay. no, in Naomi. No. Okay, yeah, I'm allowed to talk yeah, about her. Okay. Yeah, Naomi had to give her belt up. Yeah. It's, it's all your fault, though. Well, what did you do? Well, last week he was having a go at her. You know, about like, oh, fucking up a moonsault. It always, yeah, oh, mm. she messed it up. Always oh, Alexa Bliss better than her. Well, look what happened. She uh, tore a knee on that moonsault. Oh, yeah. And now she's had to give up her belt. Well, I hope you're fucking happy with yourself. Well, not really. Don't feel too great about it. Well, before we got on air, you were cheering about it. You were showing us replay over and over again. Bastard. It's Black History Month. I mean, it was a sign that he had that I thought it was distasteful, but we can't read that out on air. Isn't it? I took the banner down. You two give me enough stick about the banner. Can you put those robes away as well, please? Because, like, I mean, seriously, like, they just make me feel uncomfortable. Oh, splendid. So... Their excuse for taking the title offer was that they they need to have a champion going into WrestleMania, right? Now I dispute this because I am almost certain the women, the SmackDown Women's Championship is not going to be on the main card of no, WrestleMania. No, but they'll be like a two-hour pre-show, won't they? Do you reckon they'll go three? If it's, if it's not like last year, it'll yeah. be a three-hour. It'll was it be three hours. A, it was two hours, I think. But I can it see this two. year going three. I know. It'll be like an hour pre-pre-show where it's just them talking. Then they have they start doing the matches in the second hour, and it's going to get to a point where on that tw- that um twenty-four hour live feed is going to be them setting up the fucking arena and having like fucking bloody Tony Chimmel in there. Just Tony like, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking of some shit announcer, <laughs> weren't I? That's just going to be like, yes, yeah, so there was yeah. So we just this is how we just put Mike one check. 
Yeah. Clipping my mic. So they just... Tony Chimmel uh, could announce about the women's championship. <laughs> it's women's. <laughs> it's women's. The uh, gravy Ebola. <laughs> uh, all the popular references, Botchamania. So yeah. that's gone well. Yeah, so Naomi had to give off a title. Alexa Bliss is the champion, and she is heading straight to the pre-show. Yeah. That's gone well. Yeah. Uh, there's really nothing else to talk about. There was a guy on NXT in the crowd who was wearing one of her t-shirts. That's the first time I've ever seen a fan wear one of their t-shirts. And of course, it was a huge guy who looked bigger than me. <sighs> Do you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd be genuinely interested to see the sort of comparison in sales of like extra, extra large girls t-shirts to like... Bailey Hugger t-shirts yeah. in XXL. Yeah. Uh, revenue. Let's let's save the digs at um, fans until we get onto the British show. Well, okay. let's come on. Let's let's head into it. It's the Great British Grumble. <laughs> da, 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 the Great British Grumble. I could take part. It's supposed to say bong, yeah. bong, bong. There you go. Well, there's only like one small little news bit before we get onto the the chunk of what we're going to talk about. Uh, Pro Wrestling Eve held free shows over the weekend where they brought in Miko Satomura. Satomura, sorry. Who's part of the Sendai Girls over in Japan? She's a legendary Joshi wrestler. Uh, Sentai Girls. Sendai Girls. Hentai Girls. No, not Hentai Girls. No. Oh, you piqued my interest for a bit. <laughs> but yeah, um, Person Eve's getting. That's like... weird, isn't it? What? Masturbating to anime. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an odd one. Please move on. Yeah, Person Eve are getting like, quite a big buzz going at the moment because they, they've. Kind of, they're doing the small venue, the Resistance Gallery, which is where Lucha, uh, Lucha Britannia runs, and they're getting like a really good buzz about them, and it's getting people who aren't necessarily wrestling fans, like females especially, interested by co-opting a lot of the girl gang movement stuff, and it's quite interesting to see. You should go check them out. The other thing that happened this weekend, it was the ICW first leg of their UK tour. I were there. Uh, they took in Southampton on Friday night, Manchester on Sunday night, but Saturday yeah. was Sheffield. Sheffield O2 Academy. Yes. ICW comes to Sheffield. Uh, yes. On that note, by the way, just before we do go into ICW, uh, have you seen who is coming to Sheffield in May? No. So many of the participants for the UK Championship are actually on the WWE oh, House yeah. shows in Sheffield. So yeah. I think we're going to try and go. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. cover that. What so. date is it? I know uh, we should really mention this bit on May that. date. Yeah. In May. Uh, we'll sort that out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, you both were at the ICW show at the O2 Academy Sheffield. Um, were you in the street when the people were holding up the traffic on Arundel Gate? No, that always happens though, because like Chris Renfrew and Trent Seven did it on the last show, and yeah. like, it happens every show. Um, but we decided to stick around and watch the screen that was flickering because the uh, wireless connector for their camera kept breaking. Like, yeah. Well, talk us through it, guys. So, uh, so it's like I've got the card written down. Wait, here, so, no, oh. no. You when, when you do okay. bre- when I go to a British wrestling show, you got to breathe in. You got to have the experience, right? So we've got to breathe in. Yeah, that's how you yeah. started. I was so interested. Right. Shows the phrase breathe in. <laughs> yeah. Um, it stank a sweat. I think oh. part of it was just the standard O2 Academy smell. Because like, no, no, right? We've been to British wrestling shows. But we were quite early in the queue, so there's no way it stuck that bad from just people in there. Well, like, you did you see some people in there? It fucking <laughs> right, Graham. Right, you weren't there. It fucking reeked. It <laughs> it was disgusting. I've got a bad sense of smell, like, and and I were gagging. <laughs> So that that was first experience. You're just the worst, aren't you? Me? <laughs> I had a bath before I went. <laughs> oh, right. Carry on. <laughs> carry on. So uh, the first match of the night was Ravy Davy versus the Sam Barber experience. Yeah. So um, they had two academy matches to kick off. 
Um, well, was like oh, one that's aca- dangerous. One academy match, and then one what was academy team versus a, uh, a, a established team. Yeah, yeah. But what what's what's their thing called? Their training. Point? The asylum. Yeah. So oh. GPWA. So the guy that um, Sam Barber guy, he had Asylum Original on his trunks, oh, no. and then the other team that we're going to talk about in a minute, they both had Asylum Originals oh, on their no. trunks as well. Dangerous. That's <laughs> Ravy like... Davey, it's like this is the company that had the Bucky Boys for years. Yeah, but to be fair, Ravy Davey's funny as fuck because <laughs> he um he came out in some tracky bottoms and he had a JD Sports bag. You know them plastic bags oh, yeah, that, you, that you wear on your back, <laughs> right? He took his bag off, put his tracky bottoms and his top in his bag and hung it on turnbuckle. Excellent, that is pretty good. Yeah, well, like, then, you, then, you know your fucking gimmick, mate. Yeah, that that was the highlight of the match, probably. Like it's two trainees, so it's you don't want to have too much of a go. I'm but, surprised yeah. they stuck with the name Davy, considering there's also Davy Boy. Yeah, yeah I, well, when that, they announced him, I thought it was his new gimmick. I didn't, I didn't know who this Ravy Davy guy was until yeah, yeah. he walked out. Uh, the second match was Polo Promotions, former tag team champions versus The Purge. Now, <sighs> so The Purge, their their names are Steve James and Crowbar. Do you remember Crowbar from WCW? Yeah, I do. Yeah, right. And one of them looks like Crowbar from WCW. But it's not him. No, that's Steve James. The other guy, the fat one, is Crowbar. <laughs> Do you know why it's called Crowbar? Why? Because he carries a crowbar to Oh, ring. how did he come up with the name? <laughs> oh, you just told me. He, he yeah. didn't use the crowbar. What? Yeah, he didn't, yeah. Use, he didn't use the crowbar. No. He just carried it to the ring and then carried it to oh the God. to the back. Yeah, it's like, it, again, oh, like, hell. trainees don't want to have too much of a go, but that guy looks like Crowbar. Like, change his name. Change I think. Name. Switch names. Uh, well, I are think... we on, like, surf graffiti levels of terrible here? Because, like, oh, no. No, police no. Are coming. Like... no I've, got myself, I've got myself in trouble there. Sorry. Yeah, it's not. It's Oops. Not <laughs> Sorry. Charity show. Yeah. I think don't um, use a name that another wrestler's used. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. It's pretty basic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like AJ Spitfire. Yeah, <laughs> there is that. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> British wrestling promoter, promoter in his own house. <laughs> um, yeah, so I produce his music. <laughs> what? Whoa, hold on! Stop the presses, Dan. You produced AJ Spitfire's music many, many moons ago. Yeah. Oh my god! It was just like so a, you. You're at fault for a lot of things, aren't you? You're the yeah. Naomi thing, Roughneck, AJ Spitfire. <laughs> it's all you. It's all your fault. Next match: <laughs> uh, Kaylee Ray versus Lana Rostin. Oh yeah, it picked up here. Right, <laughs> right, right. Lana Austin. Oh god. Right, no wait. <laughs> she might have the nicest ass I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no, right. I swear to God. Daryl. What? Why? I, god gave her that gift. No, That's not why. that. No, why? Why must you do this? Because she used it as part of a gimmick. Oh, yeah, At the start does. of the match, the referee's like gonna like check her to make sure she's got no foreign objects. Uh-huh. And then uh, she turned around and like sort of like shook her ass at him, and then he's like. Shall I? And then I was, yeah. Shall I? Yeah. Shall I? She definitely did that. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if he did, but she definitely did that. Because <laughs> then she like moved out of her way, put him there, made him like she was going to feel his ass. And she said, shall I? And then everybody went, yeah, feel the man's ass because we're not gay. And um, <laughs> It's not, we're not. No. They wouldn't. They wouldn't and then Kayla Ray kicked fuck out of her. Yeah, this match was quite good. Yeah, show started, I, didn't it? Yeah, I really, I, I enjoyed this match. Um, Lana Austin, I'd only seen her once before I think which was she wrestled Molina at um, Southside back yeah. last year and that was an alright little match so yeah she's pretty good and the Kaylee Ray is Kaylee Ray like she's always brilliant Kaylee, Kaylee Ray cited brilliant. in my dissertation by the way yep. along with Davey Blaze uh, the next match Lionheart versus DCT ooh Lionheart we'll get on to we'll get on to him 
Who's DC Tea again? What's it? International Sex Hero. Yeah, right. Here's the weird thing. I can't find out what DCT stands for, and I've been looking for a I, long time. I don't know if it actually stands for anything. It does stand for something, but I don't know what it is. I have no idea. It really annoys me. I just always known him as the uh, International Sex Hero. Yeah, that's what he's called. Yeah. Just DCT. It stands for something, and I will find out one day. Tweet us, please. Anyone, email us, send us a Facebook <laughs> message. Oh, he's someone that looked like a geography teacher. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember him now. Yeah. yeah. Lionheart's a funny, isn't he? <laughs> We're just putting that out there now. Yeah. yeah. Lionheart is a funny. Yeah, etc. Don't give yeah. him a reaction though, because yeah. Yeah, this match's all right. DCT's come on a lot in the last year or so in ICW. He's all right, and then Lionheart's just Lionheart is. It's a, a funny. Yeah. Move on. Good at what he does, whatever. No, it's, it's a funny. <laughs> the next match, this match was fucking brilliant. Wolfgang and Grado. Yeah. This was fucking good. I love like, Grado. This was so good. Like I, th- I always forget how good Grado is because everyone just thinks, oh, he's, he's a tubby guy and he doesn't do much on TNA and all this stuff. He was fucking good in this match. And Wolfgang's awesome too. Like I, I really love this match. I think Wolfgang is probably the only proper heel, or was probably the only proper heel on the show. And no one was cheering for Lionheart either. Yeah, but that's a different kind of heat, isn't it? Because Lee is a fanny. <laughs> um... But yeah, Wolfgang, Wolfgang were getting booze, weren't he? Yeah. Like, which, I, which I like. I like it the, when, uh, when a heel gets booed. Fuck off back to Blackpool song. Yeah, which were confusing because he's not even from Blackpool. Well, it's, I understand yeah. what it means, but if you've been to a place once, you don't really say fuck off back there, do you? Because I, I, where have I been once? I don't know. Like, Blackpool. Hull, yeah, I've been Hull, not Blackpool once. No, <laughs> you, I've been, I've been Blackpool several times, mate. <laughs> Um, there was like a 10 year period where I went at least once a year I had a decade of destruction in Blackpool <laughs> decade of destruction <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like Hull I've been there once so like nobody would shout at me fuck off back to Hull would they fuck off back to Hull oh, proven wrong there yeah. so that's so yeah th- this match was very very good yeah and after the intermission which came here, it was Joe Coffey versus who won, who won that match uh, Wolfgang won yeah yeah but we did get two sing-alongs to uh, Madonna uh, I was going to ask, yeah, did yeah, he come out to he's it? Using yeah, he, he came out to it and then he did the Johnny Storm thing at the end of waiting for Wolfgang to fuck off so he could get <laughs> cheered. And uh, then he slowly walked into it back. And then I think I'm pretty sure people started singing his music or they played yeah. a bit of it. And then he came back out and then told him to start it again. Excellent. So then he, he did like his little entrance again. <laughs> Never let it be said that Grado is not a yeah. worker. What a guy. So Joe Coffey, Shah Samuels. Like Joe Coffey, I really, really rate. I think he's one of the best at UK right now. Genuinely, I think yeah. it's great. But then, like, so the match happened and it was like babyface versus babyface, but was it because we got a really confusing bit afterwards with Mark Dallas It's doing a sit-down well, interview with him? Well, uh, let me just cut you off. So I watched a bit of the YouTube channel, ICW YouTube channel, before we went so I could get up to date with some of the storylines. And I can't remember what the team was, but you know when Charles Samuels were in a team with Kid Fight, weren't you? Yeah. Um, the 55. Yeah, they, they've split up or they're on verge of splitting up. They and split it, up, yeah. Yeah, and they, they did like a bit of an angle at one at shows. And um, Charles Samuels were clearly the baby face on that. So that's yeah. how I knew he was meant to be the baby face. Yeah, he teamed and with he, uh, Grado and Noam Dar as well. And he came out to like more face music. What was it? It was... Um, it's like a version of Park Life. Yeah. It was, Char Life. Yeah, Char Life, yeah. Um, so he was, and he was like trying to get them all to sing along and stuff. He says Char Life on screen so, yeah. to get you to chant it and all that. So that he's clearly meant to be a babyface, but then once he gets it ring, everyone starts like 
saying that the fuck it, fuck off back to East London. You're a shit Danny Dyer. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which I didn't like because the last time I was at a show that he was at, everybody shout you just a shit Pat Butcher, which I think's funnier. Yeah, it's funnier. Yeah. yeah. I, I did say that. I said, stop guys. You're not being as funny as you were before. <laughs> I don't think that's the first time I've ever seen him wrestle as a babyface rather than like a villain. Like, I've seen him as a babyface, but years yeah, ago in a tag part team. of the cartel. Yeah, yeah. Who was he in the cartel with? Terry Frazier. The meme machine, Terry Frazier, yeah, who yeah. was on one episode of When I Lied to You. He's in like a Foxy Bingo advert nowadays <laughs> as well. Oh, you know. He's a proper actor now, I think. Yeah, he I does. I mean, not a proper, yeah. proper actor. No. Not like Kid Fighters. So yeah, we got this weird segment afterwards where it was a sit-down interview where Joe Coffey was being a bit of a dick. So tell the listeners what Joe Coffey's um, got. Oh, yeah. So he won the Square Go Money in the Bank thing. It's yeah. the Money in the Bank briefcase, pretty much. And... So Joe Coffey's like talking about how he was going to cash it in tonight in Sheffield. But then Mark Dallas said, well, don't you want something bigger? Which led to him doing that. Are oh, you saying Sheffield's not a big town for you, Mark? And yeah. like call him out. But then he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to do it on the biggest stage possible. And like putting it over like, yeah, I deserve to do it on the biggest stage possible and all this stuff. It's like, there's a bit of a mixed message. Yeah, I wasn't and, sure which one of them were being the heel. Uh, yeah, it was. But then Mark Dallas babyfaced himself, didn't he? Because he said, oh, oh yeah. there's going to be more shows in Sheffield this year. Maybe two, maybe three. Going to be one more. Well, we'll, it, we'll, we'll play this back if there's more than one because you're quite confident there's only going to be one. Yeah, because it popped up on the gigantic tickets. <laughs> They're like normal tickets, but you know, like those giant novelty checks. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just like a huge thing. You're like, oh, can I get in? They're like, no, you can't fit through the door. So we got... Um, I don't have anything else to contribute. Kenny Williams versus Zach Gibson for the Zero G Championship. I this like was, Kenny Williams. Yeah, I, I like Zach Gibson as well. And Zach Gibson did the promo where he got on the mic and proclaimed himself to be Liverpool's number one, soon to be recognised as UK's number one, soon to be recognised as world's number one, soon to be recognised as ICW's number one. Yeah, he um, and he established his finishing move as well, because yeah. I didn't know what his finishing move was. The arm uh, thing in it. Yeah, Shankly Gates. It's called the Shankly Gates, yeah, and he just puts him in an armbar. He established that in his promo, so then I knew that when he put it on in March, I was like, oh, well, it might be finished. Yeah, that's quite clever, that. Yeah. He yeah. also did it at World of Sport. and Yeah, yeah but it's World of Sport, isn't it? A bit yeah. shit. All right. Are you on telly? Don't want to be on telly. <laughs> when you're part of, when you're a member at SAS, you're not allowed to be on on camera. <laughs> oh, did we not have filmed that thing with? Oh no, that's... we can't release. We can't release that sex tape. Oh man. god! Right. So on the way to the show, I said to you, I don't think Drew Galloway Jack Jester is going to be a proper match. Yeah, you got mugged off, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, it still had like a no contest finish, but we got a promo it's in the first right, half man. where Drew Galloway came out in his tra- in his jeans, and that was me thinking, Fuck, yeah. like we're not getting the match. But he said he did a promo to set up the match later on. Yeah. And they had a pretty good brawl. Like, they brawled outside and the camera feed cocked up so we couldn't actually they see it. They brawled out to the Arnold Gate in- interchange. Yeah, they yeah. brought across the street into the bus station. Just next to where I park sometimes, <laughs> for Sheffield Town Centre. Uh, me and da- me and Daryl decided to be a bit lazy and just stay in while everyone else rushed out to see it. What but you then, two did. Yeah. You're usually yeah. so active, both of you. Yeah. I know. Uh, look at me, I'm a peak physical condition. And he walks more than you, so... I don't give a shit. Well, all right, you're on. But yeah, the camera feed cocked up, so I didn't see it until it got put on Facebook later. I didn't pay to have fucking cardio, did I? <laughs> I paid to be entertained. <laughs> yeah, Drew Galloway... Really would walk, call it, I wouldn't really, really wouldn't call walking down some steps cardio. No? No. Okay. That might be where you're going wrong on your exercise yeah. regimen so far. So yeah, Drew Galloway, he's always got that star aura about him, so he's always really good. Well, he's off back to WWE, isn't he? Hopefully. Is he? Do you know, honestly, I think... He's um, still not re-signed with TNA. I think it might only be the sort of ICW Evolve, these sort of things that are giving him any shot of not going back to WWE, if you know Mm. what I mean. Because I think he really does enjoy it. 
going back to ICW. I'd recommend to everyone as well to go on the Evolve YouTube and see the little mini documentary they made about him. That was very, very good. Yeah. I do hope he goes yeah. back to WWE. So the main well, event... Only if he's going to make more money because they're not going to bring you back as a main guy, are they? Hmm. You never know. When he left, you were part of 3MB. <laughs> yeah, I think whatever he comes back to is surely must be better than that. Because <laughs> like Jinder Mahal re-signed and look at him now, steroided to fuck, allegedly. Look at Jinder Mahal, though. Yeah, he's very vascular, isn't he? Yes, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, main event, Trent Seven versus Joe Hendry. Trent Seven probably got the biggest reaction of the night. Even yeah, like, let's talk out. about this. Um, he made it a title match, didn't he? Yeah. Why? So you can people get excited winning. to see a title match. Yeah, but but then, yeah it makes it obvious who's going to win, but at the same time, you're getting to see a title match that feels a bit more special. Yeah, but when he did it, I was like, well, I know who's going over here, or it's not going to be a clean finish. It's one of those weird double-edged swords, isn't it? Because like, it's the same as doing it on a, on a WWE house show. Right. Yeah. Except it's probably, arguably, on this one, a worse decision because at least at house show you can go well. You know, there'll be kids there. They'll be thinking, "Oh my god, the title yeah. might change because they're uninitiated." Whereas I'll defend here, ICW on one case on this. They did change the title at house show last year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Demo beat Chris Renfrew in Ireland on a, one of these Fight Club on tour in shows. Ireland. Yeah, but still, they did it like, on a Fight Club on Joe tour Henry show. Joe Henry from Scotland is not winning the title in Sheffield. You know, but. It's something that's been set up in the last year, so it, like you can have that modicum of doubt with ICW that they could change the title. They're probably not going to, but at least they've established that they will do it on the tour show. Okay. Well, I'll get, I mean, I'll give them some credit on that. I'll, any credit I can give to ICW, I will, so fair enough. See, so yeah, this match was really good. I enjoyed Trent, it. Trent 7's pretty great, and yeah. Joe Hendry's pretty good too, and it was a fun match. It, was, it wasn't as good as Grado Wolfgang, but it was very, very good. Cool. Sounds like a good show. It was all right. Anything else happened at ICW this week, guys? Uh, <laughs> you mentioned Joe Henry. Uh, did he do his video so, thing for a start? No. No, he had, he had his usual song. Yeah, fair enough. So uh, on Sunday, they did Lionheart versus Joe Hendry. Now, in the build-up to this, these two have been having a bit of a go at each other. Joe Hendry started off the whole Lionheart is a fanny thing with one of his songs. It, he, did he, an, he is a fan, He is actually a fanny. He, is, he did another song, which was Enter Sandman, but about him taking pictures with his dogs and stuff. Uh, and that led to a tweet from Lionheart when he first did it, which said... Uh, at least I only take photos of my dogs. I don't sleep with one, which apparently caused some offence. He's deleted the tweet since. Right. And people can't decide whether what happened was a shoot or a work. It's probably... Well, see, this is the problem with something like ICW where they really are sort of blurring the lines now. And I quite like it, so but... We should say what the actual incident was. So uh, on this show... Uh, straight away from the start of match so the Manchester show yeah on the clarify. Manchester show uh, they both square up to each other and then Joe Hendry ties him up in the corner but then he's trying to like clinch him in the corner until the referee eventually like drags them away from each other Lionheart comes out of the corner and like tries to swing a punch at him no he, he doesn't he, uh, pie, oh, pie, pie, he pies pie him face him. yeah he oh, doesn't try and swing a punch so he pie faces him which leads to Joe Hendry Lionheart wouldn't swing a punch yeah so they have like a, a bit of a shoving match. He does that, and then Joe Hendry takes him down, which leads to people coming out and separating. Well, he him. takes him down, and then passes his guard, and then goes oh, into yeah. side control. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being more yeah. accurate, Joe, Joe Hendry, who trained for the uh, Commonwealth Wrestling Team, yeah, yeah definitely uh, good idea of Lionheart. Hmm. Who shall I try and pick a fight with? The guy who actually can do wrestling. Well, so so on Twitter, Lionheart said, um, "Business handled with a victory in Sheffield, Manchester tomorrow for something a little more personal." So obviously that was before yeah. it all happened. Then, after it happened, um, this is Lionheart's statement. I try, I try hard to keep things simple these days and avoid getting into debates, but obviously this has picked up a bit of steam, so I feel obliged to reply. I'll take issue with that, but carry on. A comment was made. 
it got the desired reaction. Said comment clearly caused some offence. Cool, I get it. Not the first time and probably not the last. So I assume that's the comment you mentioned about yeah, sleeping. Yeah, Lionheart calling his girlfriend yeah. a dog. So how does that get dealt with? A quiet conversation behind closed doors to clear the air? No. Someone waits until they're in what is a professional working environment to try and prove a point to someone who is effectively allowing them to do so. Not quite getting your ass handed to you, nor is that even close to what happened. Well, that's another story. Now, admittedly, I haven't always been the epitome of professional in my career. What, what, what Lionheart <laughs> hasn't? Really? Surprise. Well, at 34 years old and almost 15 years in this business, I simply try to do my job to the very best of my abilities. <sighs> Clearly, that wasn't the case for another individual. Mm -hmm. So I'll close on this. Not too long ago, I was in a feud and feuds in inverted commas with someone who went out their way to embarrass and bury me at every turn because they wanted to look the big man. And I promised myself that was never going to happen again. So if it's a public display you want, then that's exactly exactly what you'll get. Nope, he don't want none. Nope, he don't want none. <laughs> the person uh, in question on that, I believe, was Jackie Polo. Yeah. Are yeah. you sure he's not talking about AJ Styles? No, because AJ Styles didn't really comment on him until AJ he was, Styles until he was like that. Until he was directly asked, he didn't like go out of his way to like make Lionheart look like yeah, a but dick. In Lionheart's head, that is going out of his way. Yeah. Whereas Jackie Polo like did make fun of him continuously for breaking his neck. But I haven't finished and... his tweets yet. <laughs> oh yeah. God! Here so, we go. So there's another tweet that he posted straight after that, which a uh, uh, day after actually. Um, wow. Go to work. Get assaulted. Get suspended from work. A day in the life of an ICW wrestler. Fuck this. Yeah, because he's been taken off a bunch of shows, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, then Lionheart also does Pro Wrestling Elite, doesn't he? Or yeah, Elite that's his show. promotion, yeah. yeah. So pro he retweeted a tweet from Pro Wrestling Elite, which says, unfortunately, Joe Henry will no longer be appearing in our Elite Rumble event on March 18th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't really blame him for that one, to be fair. Well, no, I just thought it was funny that but, he'd... Like, it's ICW, in it? Yeah. If if it's if this is like not real, then it's very well done because we're questioning it. Is it that well done though, or is it just? Well, we're like, questioning it. But no, that doesn't make it good. Like no, it doesn't make it good. I'll tell you why because the what we saw in the ring, right? As you got to, if you look at it from a real point of view, so we as a fan we watch two wrestlers in the ring start having a match, then for some reason. Wrestlers come and break the match up. No rules have been broken. They just come and break the match up. And they, they, they fuck off into the back and one of them gets suspended. What the fuck's all that about? So if it's an angle, it's a shit angle. Yeah. It's no worse than some of the angles we got to see on Saturday. <laughs> no, but, that, you, you, but you can't yeah. rate it against that. You can't say oh, it's good because we're talking about it. because It's, it's definitely better than the Triple H necrophilia <laughs> angle, so it's fine. I know, no, like... Way I see it, like they know their fan base is a smart fan audience, and if they're getting people questioning whether it's real or not, then it's it, that's the desired effect. But if that's they're the only problem, if they're it? only catering yeah. to smart fans, then they're never going to get any bigger. The problem is it, if they're diluting their angles by going, "Well, this is real. Everything else on the show angle, yeah. but this is real." Well, then why are you doing the angles? Why aren't you doing everything mm -hmm. real? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I really like the product ICW put out, but I, it's stuff like this that really pesters me. And funnily enough, actually, I've mentioned this before. Um, there was a time at which if Mark Dallas came out of the ring, you'd be like, shit, it is serious. Yeah. And now if Mark Dallas comes out to them, you're going, oh, probably a work. Because <laughs> well, Big Vince is out. On, on the other side of what I was going to say, if this is real, it was pretty, it was kind of unprofessional what they both did. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's really yeah. a battle of like, it's a battle of Fanny Ed Lionheart, but Joe Henry works for WCBW, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we said it. I know. There you go. Yep. That's I one think that bridge me. has been crossed now, hasn't it? One, <laughs> one, no, it hasn't. But yeah, so, one strike. So like, as much as Lionheart is a fanny, like they're both in the wrong. Yeah. yeah. Fuck what, yeah. So we're agreeing, we're agreeing that, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's. Uh, so Dan, I assume your match of the week then. Your great scramble match of the week. Uh, Ravy yeah. Davy. Rumble it, it was a close call. Match of the week. I, I want to give a quick shout out to Pete Dunn versus Mark Andrews on XT. That was really good. But I feel it's about time our British match of the week was a British match featuring two British competitors in a British in a British town or city. So it is Grado versus Wolfgang. That's post Brexit wrestling for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's first. British All we're saying is British matches for British people. Two two Germans versus two Kiwis, and then we had two English people against each other in Florida. About time for we bring it all home. Definitely. Speaking of bringing it all home, uh, DDP's coming home to the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, yeah, bang, uh, bang. So we uh, we did a bit of a, a feature on DDP, didn't we? When uh, show number eight, entrant number eight, entrant number eight, the Royal Grumble podcast. Okay, what are we all know. Uh, quite seven. Yeah, Fucking entrant hell. number eight of the Royal Grumble podcast, which was row? entitled "Like a Thumb." <laughs> Brought it back round. So <laughs> that was career mode with DDP. So if you want to see why WWE have decided to put DDP into the Hall of Fame, have a look back at his WWE career because that's a WWF as it was at the time, I suppose. So we did an entire show about it. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly why he's gone in, but I'm, uh, you know, he's a popular guy. Saving some money on Scott Hall's rehab phase. Yep. It's probably helped. Probably. Probably, yeah. That's dark. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, so we are on show 47. Uh, we've got three shows left until show 50. So I propose, gentlemen, the first ever annual Royal Grumble Awards. Yay. The Grumbles. The, oh, yeah. the Grumblies. Yeah, what kind of awards are we having? Well, you'll have to find out, won't you? All right, I'm excited. Good, you should be. Right. Yeah. Can we have, like, best wrestle penis? Well, my legal team have told me that <laughs> they have an issue with that. Oh, How do you judge best wrestler penis? Oh, don't, please. Um, well, the kind of picture that was taken. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, the, so angle, I've, the angle. The speaking girth, of career yeah. mode that we're talking about, we did <laughs> career mode on DDP yeah. and show number eight. This is career mode. <laughs> the age of Kevin the holder. Nash. <laughs> the amount of pubes. We got we got a little Man Kevin Stephen. Nash phone. <laughs> Can you see any balls? <laughs> please stop. Please. <laughs> People are listening are, are to Are they this. circumcised or not? Number of retweets. WrestleCrate <laughs> sent us a really nice uh, foam finger. I'm not sure they want to be associated with us after this, but nonetheless, really nice foam finger that says for life. It's got the little... They could have foam penis. In too it, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The career mode. The ne next month, the Royal Grumble foam penis. Career mode Kevin Nash is coming up right after this. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. That's all. <laughs> I don't know. The Rock said it. It must be cool, right? Oh, yeah.
See, for the I listeners. Like groovy hand <laughs> movements there. <laughs> the listeners didn't get to see the dance. We're talking about Kevin Nash. We're talking about the career mode, Kevin Nash. So for those of you who hadn't heard uh, Royal Grumble career mode before, the way it works is we take a wrestler who is most famous for hmm, doing something else, basically. So someone like, for example, oh, I don't know, DDP, who was famous for being the people's champion in WCW. And we take a bit of a sideways look at where he ended up. So, for example, DDP ended up in WWF being the stalker of Undertaker's weird-nosed wife. Yeah. And then then a motivational speaker. Yep. So we take a look at someone who's famous for being in one company, and then we look at their slightly odd career in another. So this time, it's a guy who started in the WWF, but he didn't start as Kevin Nash, did he? No. He was Big Daddy Cool Diesel. So... He was one of the main stars of the new generation, Daryl's favourite period of WWF television oh, ever. I fucking love it. Uh, he jumped ship after a year-long WWF title reign where he helped revolutionise the business through the formation of the NWO and also the revolutionised business through guaranteed contracts. He's a big one on that one. Uh, he was a multiple-time champion there. He, ha- he ended the, big, the longest streak in professional wrestling in terms of victories, 173 and won when he was done with it. And, then he, and a cattle prod. Yep. And then even held the book in WCW for a little while. Was that about the same time as he won the uh, the like ended the longest streak? In, He'll uh, say no. He's lying. Everyone else says yes. <laughs> he, he was definitely on the committee by that point. Uh, so yeah, he was one committee of the top. Of one. He was one of the top talents in WCW. So when the buyout of WB, WCW by WWF happened, everyone was like, Kevin Nash was one of the guys you expect to see. It took a little while. Yeah, but it's Kevin Nash, isn't it? Big really, money, Nash. He really likes money. <laughs> Yeah. There's no way that Kevin Nash is getting out of his contract early, is there? To quote him, God forbid you treat the wrestling business like a business. He certainly does that. I don't necessarily have a problem with it, but trust me, as we go along this, you'll really discover that. So, Kevin Nash returns to WWE in 2002. It's still WWF at the time, but it's not long for that world. As part of the NWO. Dar- uh, you've got a pretty good Vince impression. Do the promo. I'm gonna inject the WWF with a lethal dose of poison. R-N-W-O. All right. That Cheers, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, right, practice. He did that little thing with the spinny chair, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> We're good, that, wasn't it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. They reenacted it on SmackDown Shut Your Mouth. Yeah. Like, graphic for graphic. Yeah, it was good. It was. Yeah. as well. The voiceover work weren't as good as what you just did, though. No, they didn't have any voiceover work. No, exactly. It was just him moving yeah. his mouth to yeah. subtitles. They tried harder, shouldn't they? Yeah, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, so they brought in NWO, didn't they? That was fun. Yeah. Like no Way Out, which, what's the initials of No Way Out? Oh, Illuminati confirmed. I feel like their opening promo pretty much sums up everything that was ever wrong with the group in the first place. Because um, Paul mentions beer just straight away. That's that's gone well, hasn't it? So that's uh, they basically they they use the word mark. Uh, they talk about how they just want to be friends with everyone in the business, and they're just they're there to be big shots in the company. Uh, a lot of sort of insider stuff. They're here to keep Booker T away from Hogan's daughter. Yeah, a little bit, and. Uh, Hogan's wearing three crosses, by the way. Because like, <laughs> he's extra Christian. Exactly, yeah. It's like, one, oh, don't know if you like Jesus. Two, oh, you, you get in there, you get three, he's in. Yeah. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins. 
Save vitamins, eat your prayers. Excellent. Uh, and one thing that did make make me laugh, by the way, uh, Vince in Hogan's first promo back to the WWF has has been has Hogan say, "God bless Vince McMahon." <laughs> <laughs> You know that he definitely said, no, he can say whatever he wants, but I want this line in there. With a lethal dose of poison. Uh, yeah, so then they uh, knock up and uh, twat off. So, well, they, they bought Austin a six-pack, and they went and said hi to The Rock, and The Rock did the promo that you're getting to see every week on Botchamania now with the... Uh, uh. Is that when he calls him Big Daddy Bitch? Yeah. Is that later? No, no, that's oh, later. Oh, no, right. no. The first one is when he uh, is, says, "Hey, you Chico, Razor Ramon." He does a little thing. <laughs> I love little Razor Ramon's little little walk. Yeah. Pass it across to Big Daddy Cool Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> and then he doesn't really say much funny about Hogan. Yeah. You know. That's, yeah. Well, that's where the money is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, they turned on Rock and Austin that night, which led to. I don't remember that. I think they attacked the rock now. I know. For some reason, that's the one thing I didn't write notes on. Oh, come on, Dan. Where's my pen? I've got plenty of notes after this. Wrestling mania. So, slight skip on. So after this, they set up two matches for WrestleMania. They set up uh, the iconic Rock versus Hulk Hogan match that everyone remembers. And they also set up Hulk Hogan versus Scott Hall. Or Kevin Stone Nash. Cold Steve Austin versus Steve, Scott Hall, which yeah, is what they actually Steve, not Steve Austin versus Scott Hall. Yep. Yeah, that's why you're the host. <laughs> and... Kevin Nash was just ringside for that. Yeah, Nash knows how to work, baby. Nash comes straight in, and does he do a match? Does he fuck? Um, on Bruce Pitchard's something to wrestle with, he said that it was just that they were kind of saving Nash. Yeah, and just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't buy that one, mate. Why did you throw fucking paper at me? <laughs> Why not? What but Nash did wrestle. Did. Nash did wrestle in the build-up to WrestleMania the week before WrestleMania. This is the first match we were covering. The NWO versus Rock and Austin on Raw 459. Yep. On free television. That's good features, This features legitimately one of the only times you get to see Austin versus Hogan. Is this not the only time? It might be. Did, they ever, did they ever have anything? Oh, no, because he'd gone from WCW by the time Hogan got there, hadn't yeah, he? Yeah. This is so, yeah. the only time you will see Stone Cold Steve Austin and Hulk Hogan. And they're barely in the ring. Yeah, it's like a minute. Inter- but people go mental when they get in. Do you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. I know we're talking about Nash here, but it's sort of... But it's a de facto... NWO in WWE is career yeah. mode as well, isn't it? So for this uh, section anyway. Yeah. So yeah, but Nash Nash is Nash is a worker, baby. He knows. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I don't need a match at WrestleMania. I'll just stand next to Scott Hall. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> also, Nash isn't in this match much, but he's in it more than some of the other matches we'll talk about later on. Uh, in, I'd like to introduce a concept for this. Uh, did you for this career mode? Did you do this too? Uh What's probably. That? Uh, the Kevin Nash bump counter. On one of the matches later, I've just timed the amount of time he was in the ring. Kevin Nash bump counter. God, how many bumps did he take in this match? None. Oh, none in this one. Actually, he might have taken one. I didn't pay much attention in this one. But there is a match later where I did a bump counter as well. Oh, bump counter is on every other match. Trust me, every single other match. This match could be a main event of any pay per view now. I mean now. Like, they can't bump, but who cares? The big deal about this thing is, like, Nash didn't have a match, so you can understand why he wasn't big in the match. It was all geared towards Hogan and The Rock and a little bit of Austin Hall. Um, Rock got the... Uh, Hogan got the win on The Rock with the leg drop to set up, like, fully set up their match for that Sunday and everything that would happen. Yep. Uh, yeah, this was a thing that happened. 50-50 booking. <laughs> yeah, so Nash, so Nash, as we said, like, barely did anything at WrestleMania. He 
tried to get involved in the Nash Austin match, and I believe he got sent to the in back. All Austin match. All Austin match. Fucking hell. Oh man, I should uh, host this show. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl, have you got out to say? Yeah. Um, I think he should might should have been down to wrestle Kane at WrestleMania, and let me tell you the logic why. So Jack Pacific released um, three twin packs of figures for when the NWO came out. Yeah. One of them was The Rock and Hogan. Uh-huh. And on the back of The Rock, he had spray-painted NWO, I think, or something like that. Then there was Scott Hall and Austin. And he had like two, Austin had like two sweet spray-painted on the back of him. And then the other one was Nash and Kane. And okay. Kane had something else spray-painted on the back of him. So like You're on fire, you twat. Yeah, something no. like that. Yeah, you got a crispy burnt face. Oh, nice face, Dicker. <laughs> Hunter told me about him. Oh, <laughs> your girl. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, um, so I think they had, they had insider knowledge, and then they decided to go with Kane versus somebody else instead. Do you not think like it was Kurt Angle? Yeah. But do you not think like they probably thought, oh man, we can't put Kane and Kevin Nash on WrestleMania. No, but that's insider shit, isn't it? Yeah, but because like, who did Glenn Jacobs play? That's what. No, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that Ooh. is something they'd have done. Ooh. And I bet they were thinking about it. Real Diesel versus fake Diesel. Yeah. Glenn Jacobs, the real Diesel against the fake one that used to play him before. Yeah, exactly. Diesel 2, Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. Uh, yeah, Nash is involved in a lot of tag matches, by the way, in this yeah. whole run. Yeah. So to set up the next match we're going to talk about, WrestleMania had the Hogan Rock thing where Hogan got cheered loads and loads and the crowd really liked him, even though he was supposed to be the baddie. So Nash and Hall beat him up at the end of the match. Thing is, they must have known that was going to happen because otherwise, why would they have booked an angle where National Hall beat him up at the end of the match? You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't happen, does it? No. WrestleMania, it? WrestleMania crowd, isn't it? Yeah. So, so they're new. Yeah, they must have known. Yeah. So, because then Plus, Hogan... T- Toronto's kind of a pro Hogan place anyway, isn't it? Canada in general is. Do you yeah. see the pop he got in Montreal the night after? Yeah. yeah. It lasts for like 20 minutes. I mean, it doesn't, but it sounds like it. Yeah comes out to Jimi Hendrix well the Jimi Hendrix ripoff yeah on the network he doesn't come out to Jimi Hendrix anymore <laughs> he did come out to Jimi Hendrix that was on Smackdown 4 yeah most of my like wrestling related experiences <laughs> Smackdown 4 related at this point yeah so this is um, the following night they have a, a whole promo against each other uh, and it's uh, they set up the NWO, NWO against uh, Rock and Hogan so that's the main event yeah, this is the week before they brought X Pack back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, because we we're all waiting for that. Yeah, because it's the click, isn't it? Re- reforming. Mm, yeah. Why you? Know, yeah. Well, look. I, obviously, I was not long a wrestling fan at this point. I just remember, even I, who barely had any knowledge of anything, knew that take, losing Hulk Hogan and replacing him with X Pack was not a like for like switch. It's not a. <laughs> it's not a swap. You know, it's like oh. Don't worry, we've we've still got a third member. It's it's Axe Park. It's, yeah, he's an NWO original at least. Yeah, he changed he changed his trunks as well, so he'd stopped wearing those DX ones. That was nice, you know. Yeah, and they said NWO on them. Yep, for life. Is it also just it just biroed out the the green X? It's like oh, I'll just buy it. It'd be fine. Don't worry about it. So they stole Kane's mask for a bit. Yeah, because right. we needed an X Pack and Kane feud. Have they ever had any feud? Before? No, never. No. no, especially not when they were tag champions and then. Broke up and DX feuded with him. And he did the same fucking features. thing and stole his mask before. Yeah, but it's like it's like layers, isn't it? Is it layers or is know. it wank? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, anyway, it, I mean, we are doing X Pack so, career mode, aren't we? <laughs> Kevin Nash in this point. match. Nash bomb counter. How many do you reckon? Zero. 
Three. One. Oh, yeah. I know what the bump is as well. Go on. It's the rock bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've, I've noted the fact that Nash comes in this match and all he does is he does the greatest hits set pretty much. He does everything except the jackknife powerbomb. Like every big though. move, he does the hand in the air, yeah. um, does everything and then takes a rock bottom but doesn't get pinned. Of course he doesn't get yeah. pinned. He's not Ends taking a pinfall tonight. I think. So Hall um, gets caught with something and he drags Hall out of the ring and drags and they both leave for a count out finish. Yep. Night after WrestleMania, this one. Uh, to be fair, that is what should be happening on TV between. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think. I'm sure I read at some point. I guess point, it would have set up a match at Backlash or something. I think the suggestion was that they were going to do the tag match at Backlash. But then what happened? That was always the plan. The plan was supposed to do Rock and Hogan against the NWO yeah. at Backlash. But, but, but Hogan got so popular that he got the world title shot. <laughs> in. By the way, I, I don't know how we can work this in. Maybe. <laughs> what, I want us to do a review of Hulk Hogan against Triple H from Backlash one yeah, day. Yeah, we will at some because point. Because that, I've got so many funny things to say about that match. Well, the other reason the tag match might not have happened is because Kevin Nash got his, uh, in- he got a torn bicep around this time as well. That's torn muscle number one, ladies and gentlemen. Torn yep. muscle number one. <laughs> so he's wrestled two matches since coming back to the WWE. Two bumps. Two bumps, and he's one torn his torn bicep. Muscle. He did have some other bits, like little promos and stuff in the weeks, but... He got his tall bicep, and that was that for a few months. Once again, two bumps. One he got, he got that sweet, sweet WrestleMania payday as well. <laughs> of course he did. So, we skip forward then. I bet you got paid a lot more than some people who had matches. Well, yeah, because who else was on that card? William Regal versus Test for the European Championship, was it? No, William Regal against Rob Van Dam for the Intercontinental Championship. Not on my phone, I just know that off the top of my it was head. Test versus Eddie Guerrero for you. That was on WrestleMania 17. Was it? All right. Stop getting WrestleMania wrong! Maybe even another hardcore title. Yeah, that did happen. There's a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Right, next match. So the next match, it went all the way to July before Hogan, uh, before Nash is doing a promo in the ring where he says, I'm cleared to wrestle. I'm going to be involved in the match tonight. Yep, three months. So the match is uh, Benoit, Guerrero, and the NWO, which is Nash, Big Show, and X-Pac with Shawn Michaels are on ringside because the Big Show and Shawn Michaels are in the NWO now and... Yeah, <laughs> it's HBK under the O time. It's been I'm like what, refer back to three months. Four again here because this is the first time that Shawn Michaels was on a next gen SmackDown game, and he had two attires. And I worked my balls off to get the second attire because I thought it was going to be him in his little like proper HBK stuff. <laughs> what do you think it turned out to be? NWO shirt. So he was already in the NWO oh. shirt. That's how you unlock him. But you had to unlock his. Oh, the Summer Slam attire. Yeah, 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 yeah. but. It was literally him in a t-shirt. HBK a Wrestling slightly Academy. different t-shirt with jeans. Texas Wrestling Academy, that was it, wasn't Fuck it? Fuck you, ukes. So yeah, they're against Booker T, Goldust, RVD, and Spike Dudley. And Bubba Ray, was Bubba Ray in this as well? Yeah. Yeah, Bubba Ray was in this as well. Oh yeah, it's back when they had this, this, the better Dudley boys. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the Reverend was on SmackDown, weren't they? When they had yes. the better Hardy boys as well, which didn't even have one of the Hardy boys in it. So in the promo before and as well, the NWO at the mo- this time are trying and to recruit the better Edge and Christian without Edge. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to recruit Triple H at this time. Yeah, to get the yeah. click. Yeah, everyone's recruiting Triple H. Do you know? Yeah, he's the hottest free agent in, <laughs> <laughs> along with everyone. So this match, it's, it's not bad. But then this is where I did the timer on Kevin Nash. Oh man, how long is Kevin Nash in this match to the nearest second? Ooh. two. Right. Uh, no. No. So it's between 14. the time between time he gets tagged in and then he's out of the match. Fourteen. You want to have another guess? That's not two seconds. Five. You idiot. He does some stuff. 
It's 12.96 seconds yeah, in between yeah, him yeah, getting tagged, yeah. doing a boot in the middle of the ring, rushing over to the corner to forearm people Falling and twisting his, quad, twisting his knee, <laughs> screaming in agony because he's torn his quad. It's not his okay. first match back. It's, yeah, not, but, it's not okay that he's in pain, but he does injure himself tripping over Booker T. I think yeah. that's a very salient point. I don't know why he was screaming because Vince tore both of his quads and we just carried on walking. Did Vince tore asked... one quad and then as what as he was walking to the back trying not to sell it, tore his other quad. Do you yeah. know he actually holds his thigh before he gets in the ring as well? Did you notice that? Yeah. I noticed. I was so, like, no. so he knew summit was up. He does it after the boot as well. Like he, before he goes to things. So it's obvious like he's done damage there and then I guess the final thing happened when he tripped over Booker T. Mate. But yeah, oh so his, his comeback from his torn bicep lasted all of 13 seconds. My God. The NWO got disbanded after this. Yeah, they did. Vince At just that went, point, Vince just went, fuck it. Like, actually on screen went, yeah, fuck this. This is a bad idea. He didn't say those words, but yeah. Fuck this. So it was... Nearly... I do the Vince impressions. Yeah. I do that. You want to do the impression? No. Do something else. Fucking <laughs> take him off. Stealing spots today. I know what you like. I'm lying on you. Move on. Uh, he didn't return until April 7th, 2003. Uh, at this time, Triple H and Shawn Michaels are arguing because, and then Nash comes back to try and talk sense into them. I'll tell you why Triple H and Shawn Michaels are arguing. Because it's 2002 to 2003, and that's all that happened this for the next three years. This is my favourite time. <laughs> I can, love Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. Can I just say, like, so many of these career modes come back to 2003, don't they? <laughs> yeah. It's like a Garbage no, because that, that is the theme that we've done where it's Triple H beating everybody from yeah. WCW. <laughs> he go back and because he wasn't able to be involved in the invasion because no. he was injured. <laughs> so he's like, well, fuck this, I'll have some of this. Yep, Triple H is the invader. And they're all going, I've got a job to terrorizing. Yeah, you're jobbing to terrorizing. Kill them all. <laughs> John Paul Levesque. And like that, several years later, he had a fight with Sting. So Exactly. He couldn't let it lie, could he? There's no. just one guy that I've not wrestled yet. You know, DDP's. Before he goes into the Hall of Fame, he's going to have a quick impromptu match with Triple H, isn't Yeah, he? well, do you remember when we saw Mick Foley get inducted and he had that little match on stage? Ah, there you go then, yeah. That's what's going to happen. I don't count that, though, because Mick Foley won. Oh, all right. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, the whole point in this stuff is, so Nash is there trying to talk sense into both of them, and they're going, you can only be friends with one of us. If you're his friend, you're not my friend. Well, if you're his friend, you're not my friend. And it's all a bit, yeah. Playground? Yeah. 2003. What's wrong with that? Yeah, but then Triple H helps make his mind up. Triple H is like, well, he's obviously friends with Shawn Michaels. Right, I'm than I'm he used to be his bodyguard and stuff. D- dudes with attitudes. Yeah. Two dudes so, with attitudes. Whatever. Yeah, he used to wear that shell suit ringside for him. Yeah. With, oh. his, with his little spiky haircut before he got his grease hair pop along. So yeah. He used to like, carry his for so him. So yeah. you think this, this leads to a massive, huge match. Money match. Money match. Massive, colossal six-man tag. <laughs> Backlash. Backlash 2003 because they've earned the money because The Rock is facing Goldberg. <laughs> Just think about that. That was when Ro- that was when Goldberg debuted the first time. Yeah. And uh, back then, <laughs> mid-card was Kevin Nash. <laughs> I say mid-card. He was top of the title. So uh, what the fuck's going on with Ric Flair's theme in this match? I, it's been edited on the network, hasn't it? It's weird. Yeah, it's like some weird like Cubase version of it. I wonder if maybe they used a version of it that someone else did and they don't want to pay them. But <laughs> more importantly, Nash Bump Counter. How many? Four. 
How many? Two. Dan gets the point. <laughs> one for Jericho and one for Triple H. Specifically, one for Jericho's missile drop kick yep. and one for Triple H's hammer shot. I did the bump counter too. Yeah. <laughs> well, this isn't fair then. He's, he's done a bump counter, so he's going to get them right. Oh, sorry. Okay. I, I did it on this match. The crowd really does go mild for Kev when he comes into the ring. Yeah, because he? the match has been going about 15 minutes before he gets tagged Mate. in. He does it again. He don't get into it. And he's like, yeah, you just need me for finishing sequences. I remember, uh, 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 people don't want to see, you know, it's like you got to earn your money. Do you want the, do you want the proper quote? Yeah, go on. From back in yes, <laughs> the I old do. one PW days. Yeah. Listen, people don't see to pay, pay to see what me. days? From the one PW days. I only do it when you come do on, it. Come on, you perform One PW monkey. days. I don't know anybody. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dissension in the ranks. <laughs> so uh, Kevin Ash said this power. to the booker at the time. People don't pay to see me to do five-star matches. They pay to see the big, see the fist pump, do a big boot, jackknife powerbomb, everyone goes out happy. I'm doing a tag match. Now I will say this, in Kevin Nash's defence, in one PW context, he's absolutely fucking right. <laughs> That's exactly what they were paying for. He was for. supposed to wrestle uh, German wrestler Bad Bones that weekend. I have no idea what they expected to happen. Yeah, there. I don't want to wrestle fucking Bad Bones. Are you sure? Because, like, coming through the... He's, he's in this. <laughs> Is he? No. Oh. I lied. Six-man tag. Nash didn't do much here no. again, did Also, he, as again, an aside, the hits. It's hard to... You know how sometimes we complain about the commentators now? Yeah. Right, Tom Phillips is not great, is he? No. Mauro Ranallo's a bit annoying. Um, Michael Cole's just a bit sort of there and generic. Wait, uh, Tom Phillips the one who's just debuted for the UFC? Tom Phillips? No. Tom Phillips. I'm thinking of Todd Grisham. Is Todd Grisham at UFC? Yeah, he's just debuted for them. Oh, fair play to him. Well done, Todd Grisham. Yeah, they got, they got rid of the better Goldberg, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. Is he coming in? Ooh. <laughs> The stats are virtually... Oh, no, they tried, to, they tried to get him in, didn't they? They really did, yeah. But they wanted to change his name. Yeah, they, would, yeah, they didn't want him to be called Mike Goldberg. Well, can't be two Goldbergs. Real, that's his real name. No, no, it wasn't even that. They didn't care about the fact that there can't be two Goldbergs. They, Vince hates, got, hated Goldberg so much at the time that he didn't want anyone called Goldberg on his show. <laughs> so he was like, you can come <laughs> in, but can we call you Mike Ross? <laughs> uh, yeah. All of those pale in comparison to how terrible Jonathan Coachman is. Coach with the worst company shill going. Oh. He's fucking right. Even now, he's the fucking worst. This was before his heel turn as well. So he yeah. was supposed to be. Uh, but shortly after, Eric Bischoff had come out and sacked JR because that's what they did. Yeah. It's an idle Tuesday. It's an idle Monday night on Raw. Mm, sack JR. Just do it. But then bring him back because we need him. 2003. I liked it when Raw had Al Snow and Jonathan Coachman commentating. No, you didn't. Nobody did. <laughs> yeah, no, Al no Snow's one. mom <laughs> and Jonathan Coachman's sister didn't like that. Because I know him. Yeah. So oh. that's. Uh, so only in Triple H 2003 Raw could they start a world title feud by the champion pinning the challenger. Just to establish that even before it, Triple H is in charge. Yep. You know yeah, he's mean? a boss, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Fucking love Triple H at this, this era. It's, it's Slightly funny. flabby, shit moustache. Yeah. No moustache, in fact, I he's, think. He's funny as fuck. Is he? Almost perm hair. Yeah. The big fluffy hair. So moving on. More Nash. Do you know when, like, Kevin Nash does shoot interviews? Yeah. Yes. 
I do know as Graham yeah. saw on my screen the other day. Do you day. not just love it? Because like <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck. Have you seen? I'm guessing you've seen Breaking Kayfabe. I've seen every Kevin Ash shoot. The Breaking Kayfabe one is pretty great. The best one is when him and X Pac are sat on a sofa and they get pissed, and it's the one where he rips the fuck out of Wade Barrett. You know, before he, I know we're going to talk about this later, but you know when he came back at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the shoot last shoot interview that got released before that, and um. Just him and X Pac getting getting pissed on the sofa and they start swaying side to side. He's, he just cuts this promo away, Barrett, where he, where he he just comes in and says, "What would you do if I just uh, uh, slapped you on the face like a bitch? Uh, is your hair really black? Do the curtains match the carpet?" And then, then they just kind of swaying, swaying even more and more. And there's a oh my God. What, what would what would you do if um, if we we locked up and I just told you to bump sell it sell it Greenhorn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, this next match we're going to talk about this is the Judgment Day match yes Judgment Day 2003 Nash Jesus. gets his first title shot against Triple H now just to clarify we're not we're not talking about the Hell in a Cell match this time are we go we back did to that our once already. was that in September uh, when yeah. we talked about when the first we talked about the best and the worst Hell in a Cell matches you can find that oh, is it on that I thought it was on because we did the Bad Blood pay-per-view oh yeah it episode. was sorry it was Bad Blood yeah, my bad I should have checked which episode that was. Yeah. Back in September, go through the things. It was around the time of uh, Backlash last year. Yeah, all I know is it was bad and there was blood. Yeah, it was a bad match. But uh, before that, they had a match that kind of set it up. Right, this is Kevin Nash's first singles match in 14 months. And the one before that was a seven-minute match with The Rock on SmackDown. That it's went his in, first in singles DQ. match on TV. No, like, uh, he might have... have you SmackDown, checked all the house shows? 136. Well, hold on, you think Kevin Nash was doing house shows? No, this is his first I'm televised match sure, in 14. I'm pretty sure he would I'm pretty sure even if he was, he ain't working singles oh, no, no, he, house shows. He did. He worked quite a lot. Yeah. Um, what singles? So his fir- his singles. first singles match in WWE was against The Rock on SmackDown, 136, uh, and it finished by DQ. And then he had ma- a lot of matches against Triple H on house shows, like, but all the way through 2003, he was wrestling Triple H. Like, I do believe you, but I actually can't believe it at the same time. <laughs> And some matches with... Uh, oh, no, it was still Triple H even when he was feeding with Jericho later on. Clearly, because it was just night. There you are. Yeah. Jobbing every night. That's... Yeah. So, yeah. Talk about the Judgment Day match. First of all, what's the bump, bump counter? Because I didn't have a bump counter on this one. No, I didn't do the bump. Like, in a singles match, it's, he has to do a bit more bumping. But one of the four. things... <laughs> Genuinely, I bet it's about four. Yeah. Well, one of the first things about this match, HBK is announced in uh, Nash's Corner. Flair is in Triple H's corner and they make a big deal to get their own entrances to come out to be in each person's corner. They last less than two minutes before the referee sends them to the back. What's the point in having a gimmick where you've got people in your corners to send them to the back in two minutes? Well, it's 2003, isn't it? It's like they genuinely say HBK is here to nullify Ric Flair in Triple H's corner. And then the referee just goes, oh, back, you, you're interfering. They're not kicking about. Well, yeah, because they? they're interfering. Yeah. So they've, then, got, they've got involved. Why did HBK need to get involved? Because Flair would have been there and if referee's just going to send them to the back, then yeah, but just gone. Flair, fuck off. Yeah, because in in the logic is, uh, Rick Flair's at ringside. Yeah. So Shawn Michaels goes right. I need to be at ringside to nullify him. Then once they both get involved, referee goes, mm, both of you fuck off. If Shawn Michaels isn't there, hmm. what if Rick Flair's cheating all the time and the referee doesn't see it? Can run down. I, I just didn't get the point of making it such a big deal for him to only be there for two minutes. Like, if you're going to send it's him back, like more at least do it card, like towards it? the like. I was going to say the third act of the match, but. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you mean the finish? Once. Yeah. Nice little. Yeah. So, uh, payday for boys, isn't it? The story yeah. of this match is Triple H is trying to get himself DQ'd and Earl Hebner's taking a lot of shit and just saying, I'm not going to DQ you. <sighs> but then, Earl Hebner making himself part of the match. Yeah, but, but, then, but then at one point, Nash nearly gets DQ'd. 
yeah. because he's refusing to stop holes and he shoves Earl Hebner. Like, what are you doing? Triple H is trying to save his title. If you get DQ'd, that's it. Like, maybe Nash was just genuinely sick of the fact that Earl Hebner was breathing. Yeah, maybe. He's like, you're going to follow me to fucking TNA too, aren't you? One, Fuck two. Oh. I've seen you selling shirts in the back. I'm going to tell him. You're goddamn right, I'd need. Please buy my shirt. Don, can you sell my shirt, please? <laughs> Pretend it's yours. So, uh, the, like, as I said, the whole story of this match is that Triple H is trying to get DQ'd. But still, the DQ happens after he pedigrees Nash. Yeah. So he's still like, he's, he's in control of the match when he does it. So it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to get DQ'd. Well, now, I'm going to call us back to that Hell in a Cell match. Do you not remember yeah. that the Hell in a Cell match is set up like a babyface versus heel except the heel is supposed to be Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah. In the match, he's supposed to be the face. Triple H has the valiant comeback in that match. These these whole matches were set up. The whole reason they were having a feud was in order to keep Triple H looking strong. Like, yeah. he was offered a different feud. I'm sure it was RVD or someone. And he went, nah, this Nash thing, Everybody's this is here, what's working. <laughs> this is what the people want. So that's, yeah, match. So yeah, and then he, so he did the Bad Blood match afterwards, and that was bad. Blood. We only covered one more match after this, in, in this run. There's a reason for that, isn't there? He fucks off. Yeah, he barely did anything. After this match, he fucked off. Uh, he, he had two more matches, but we're only covering one of them. Cause yeah. I, I, I can't remember whether we've actually covered the other match. We've covered the Elimination Chamber match in our Goldberg career mode. There we go. I knew we covered it somewhere because I remembered it. Yeah, we've got a lot of crossover in a lot of our stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. really. <laughs> we need to document it all. Maybe on some kind of website. Maybe at royalgrumble.wizzy.com. Yeah, I should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho versus Nash from Raw. Yep. Raw 534. Uh, Luchas de Apuestas. Uh, oh, this is as on Wikipedia. It's hair versus hair. Uh, you don't think it's a bit weird that they did a hair versus hair match on Raw? No. Okay. We couldn't on. do it on SummerSlam because they were both in the Elimination Chamber. Daryl. It's and, and, 2003. And also, why has Nash done everything he's done so far? What's the big motivating factor for him? Well, it's money. Big money. Yeah. Bunts. So, thought. it just works out around this time that he had to cut his hair for a role in the Punisher movie as the Russian. Yeah. So, not only Where's do I get... from? Not only do I get... <laughs> best part is the character doesn't have any lines at all, so you don't can't tell whether he's Russian Completely or not. Completely different to his Super Shredder character, which had loads yeah. of horror. <laughs> over, so. so uh not only does he get the payday from doing this doing this big movie role he also gets the payday of saying vince i'll do a hair versus hair match that'd be that'd be a good idea but you know it's, it's a spectacle match isn't it it's a gimmick so uh a bit extra cash Most in there. The point, by this point he's already bleached his hair yeah he's, <laughs> he's already bleached his hair like, for it. He's, he's like i will do the hair versus hair but i'm not waiting around to bleach it so Which, i will point out as well away, straight away <laughs> Like Nash is Nash likes his money, but he spent a bit extra there because if he'd have waited, he'd have had less to bleach, and it'd probably been a bit less because they charge extra for doing your hair if it's long. Uh, I places. imagine they probably got it done by the production company. So yeah, they'll. Uh, so Nash bump counter. I reckon it's a. I reckon it's like seven in this okay. match. Daryl. Oh, let let's go. Let's let's go for eight. Three. Uh. <laughs> You're both. No, it's. It doesn't matter that it's a singles match. It's Kevin Nash. He, he took the heat as well, though. That's. <laughs> yeah, but he finds ways to do it without bumping. I don't blame him. <laughs> so the to total list of bumps for Kevin Nash are. In two years. Uh, missile drop kick again. He loves yeah. that one. He's all right with that one. Uh, face bump from the Bulldog. 
So he does a yep. face bump in this one, just the first time I've seen that. And he bumps for Jericho's punch with the brass knuckles. He doesn't even bunch. He doesn't even bump when he gets punched in the balls. <laughs> he goes down, but he doesn't bump. This might actually be the best match he has in this entire run. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the bar is low. This match was, you know, it was fine. It was, it was a Raw main event style match, and that was fine. But yeah, it was, it was a match. And then Jericho hit, used the brass knucks to win, cuts his hair, runs off, holding some of his hair, laughing. Like, that's for WCW. And he started rubbing it on his own face as well, which were yeah. weird. Also, there were, like, barber shears there who just didn't bother using them. So. They'd actually got a guy stood out there ready to yeah. cut the hair, and Jericho's like, fuck this. This guy made my life fucking hell for a while. I'm getting the best of this one. Yeah. And then after that, he has the infamous uh, Elimination Chamber match. I timed how long he was in it, and do you know what? I've lost the note, but it is not under long. two minutes. Like, it's yeah. not long at all. Uh, well, if he had that movie role, he probably didn't want to get hurt, did he? No, plus also it's Nash. He comes in fourth and is the first person eliminated. Yeah. And the grand total of what he does is gets pinned, jackknife, jackknife, jackknife. So, oh, and a big boot at some point as well. Yeah. So, so after this, he had neck surgery while he was, and then he also filmed the Punisher movie. And then he fucked off to TNA for a bit, didn't he? He got released. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not talking about TNA because fuck. Yeah, so. he did TNA for a while. Yeah, he had some good times. He had some bad times. Plus, his WWE career mode. So, fuck. It. Yes, yeah. this is WWE. Plus, and so then he rode off into the sunset. That's Kevin Nash. He was gone, gone. from. Near, like seven and a bit years. Yeah? Seven and a half years he was gone. Yeah. And then Did he glorious, come back? Yeah, he had a glorious return. What happened? Number 32 in the biggest Royal Rumble ever. That wasn't him. Wasn't it? No. That was someone completely different. What are you on about? Kevin Nash in... What? I thought it was in the 2011... Kevin Nash? What's he, what's he mean? Oh, no. Kevin Nash went in. Kevin Nash went in the <laughs> Look Like literally, face. like it just clicked. <laughs> Big Diesel. He came back as Diesel. <laughs> Full on. He went Diesel on him and everything. Put the just for men in there and everything. Oh well, yeah. he had to do that for all of it, didn't he? Like, yeah. I love that Nash in TNA just didn't give a fuck and just went out in grey hair yeah. or whatever. But WWE are like, no, you're not looking like a scruff here. Get yourself sorted. <laughs> and get some just for men. We were sponsored by him for fuck's sake. It's like I, I don't like the fact you look old. Nash, like, well, I'm old now. No, people don't get old, because that might mean I get old. I'm not going to get old. I'm young. Look at my skin. It's kind of convenient you mentioned who he was cutting the promo on, because Wade Barrett's the man who eliminated him in this yeah, well, well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, that, that's why they did it, though, because um, that's why they had the little Wade Barrett confrontation, because of that, that uh, shoot interview. <laughs> that it, it was big, it, yeah, it was big news at the time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh, so then he didn't come back until later on in the year when he finally returned as Kevin Nash before you play that one again I thought I'd got my notes wrong <laughs> uh, so this was the summer of punk yeah money in the bank happened CM Punk seemed to be the biggest star in WWE yeah he has the match against John Cena at SummerSlam to unify the two titles and after the match he sticks the winner yeah. he comes in well, gives, he got that text didn't he he got a text he goes right come here Phil and he gives, <laughs> he gives CM Punk the jackknife to allow Alberto Del Rio to come in and cash in, which led to a quite confusing few months that actually stopped me from watching for a little while. Yeah, they were a bit weird, weren't it? Yeah, this genuinely turned me off wrestling for like two years or so. I stopped watching WWE at this point. Yeah. 
Oh, you weren't one of them, were you? It was just like, it was a complete momentum killer. And it just, it was like the final straw for me. Are you saying that Kevin Nash against CM Punk wasn't a money feud? I'm s- it, the Are feud, you saying that Kevin Nash against CM that's Punk? That's what we were supposed to get. But that didn't happen, did it? No, it didn't even happen. That's the best part about all of this. So in the build-up, there were some fun promos, though. Um, they, they had these promos where they're having to go at each other. Uh, CM Punk did the thing where, like, my sister texts me, lol, Kevin Nash thought he was dead. Um, yeah, I didn't find that that funny. Kevin Nash, during the thing, he improvised a line about CM Punk looking like a short-order cook at Waffle House. Um, he, he also said that... <laughs> <laughs> He fucking does though, <laughs> doesn't he? I bet CM Punk was so mad about that. So in, in interviews, Kevin Nash has mentioned about... I had about, a CM Punk t-shirt this time, <laughs> yeah. so I liked him. In interviews, he's talked about this this series of promos saying they could have been something special, but instead, uh, they'd be the first thing on Raw at 8pm, and at 7.45, they were still sat there waiting for the writers who didn't know who Kevin Nash was properly to write a promo for him and get him to memorise six paragraphs of stuff of why he was attacking CM Punk rather than just letting him go out there and talk which is his explanation for why his promos were a bit stilted at times, and that's why that's the rememberable line, because that's the line he improvised. Um, Nash is the guy. Yeah, so they did these promos and stuff, and it was all to build towards CM Punk versus Kevin Nash. Yeah, so so we got that, yeah? No. No? Well, So, Kevin Nash did a medical, ready for his match. Oh, yeah. So they've had him doing some physical things in the ring, but they didn't do his medical till later. Well, no, because as as we've learned, that the medicals are bullshit. Yeah, and they could have they could have matches whenever they want though, can't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Nash had something wrong. Oh, I yeah. couldn't find exactly what happened. They seem to be very like it's it's a heart thing. Uh, was it, it's, oh, it's the heart problem. Oh yeah, he talks about it on breaking kayfabe. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. his, his dad suffered with heart problems um, and died quite young, um, yeah. and Nash has got a similar heart issue. I think. Yeah. So they did a was it a cat scan or something? On I him? don't know. And it's it showed that like thirty percent of his like on the scan it didn't like half his heart was there. Yeah. So they said he'd had a cardiac episode and they put him on a monitor for a, for a full day because they thought he'd had a heart attack and he'd lost 30% of use of his heart. Yeah. It just turned out the machine didn't pick it up properly because of some other... Like he's got a very high diaphragm and it was blocking view of it. Right. And uh, yeah, he was fine. So when they did like the full test, it turned out he was fine, which was why he was allowed to wrestle later. But the reason the, the punk match didn't happen at Night of Champions and we got the other match instead... Uh, was because of this heart issue that wasn't an issue. He did have one more match though, didn't he? Yeah. So I mean, Nash came in. He was he's Triple H's friend, didn't he? Oh, yeah, well, best mate. And he's I did go at CM Punk, so they've had a bit of a. Oh yeah. Oh, he actually had two more matches. Yeah, you're yeah, right yeah. He had, an, he had another match. match he had a little mini feud with Santino for some reason. Santino basically called him a bit of a knob. Yeah, he, he like, came out and said, "I find you funny, Santino," and then jackknifed him, and then they had a match. Yeah, and Nash. Nash I literally don't remember that. No. <laughs> How many bumps in that match do you reckon? Zero. Zero is correct. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's both Cobra. So yeah, moving back to it, you know, you've got uh, Nash on Triple H's side. Triple H against Punk. It's all going. Where do you think the logical step for this to go is? Nash versus Punk. No. I, d- I don't know. It's obviously it's Nash versus Triple H. That's what people want to see. What? So it's, it wasn't Triple H. It wasn't CM Punk against Nash. No. What do you think people want to see, Daryl? Well, the click in a feud, clearly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, 
just like in 2003 when it was the most successful feud of that whole year, apart from all the other feuds, it was the most successful feud of 2011 turned into tri- Kevin Nash against Triple H. Now, we know Nash isn't the most mobile of people, so it comes to the TLC pay-per-view. What sort of match do you reckon you put them in? Chair match. Uh, No, can't do chair match. No, no, got to be different. Right. Uh, table match. Well, uh, yeah, got to be somewhat else. Oh, what Jeff- else? Triple H goes to him, yeah, you used to be in WCW, Nash. You know what they used to do in WCW all the time? Things on a pole. Yeah, they don't have a pole though, do they? No, we don't have a pole. No, they don't do poles. It's TLC pay-per-view. How can we change the pole match? Ladder match! Oh, yeah. Triple H against Kevin Nash in a ladder match in 2011. Do you think? But not a proper ladder match either. It was a sledgehammer up on top. So yeah, because neither of them had a bloody title or a briefcase or anything, well, you're gonna put yeah, up there. When they, truck. When they get the sledgehammer, it's like the big moment is him grabbing the sledgehammer, and then the match continues for a little while. Do you think that Triple H were jealous of Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon's lad- two ladder matches that were really good, and he wanted to have a good ladder match with the other Click member? I'm not counting X Pac. Definitely, yeah. He's like Yoko Ono, isn't he? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Ruined it. A bit. Who's just incredible then? <laughs> Oh, uh, the the one that shot John Lennon. <laughs> Don't know his name. Mark Chapman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just incredible as the Mark Chapman of the click. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. So this is Triple H against Kevin Nash with the sledgehammer at the top of the ladder, and it's a pinfall ladder match. Yeah, sledgehammer on a pole, bro. Yep. Uh, surprisingly good. I've got to say, I wasn't no, a fan of this one. You don't have to be a fan of it, but look at yeah. look at it in context, right? This is Triple H against Kevin Nash in a ladder match in 2011. Nash weren't happy with this. Why? In his shooting interviews, he, he was he was saying that like the bookers are stupid or something, or the writers are stupid. Because why would you book me in a ladder match? Yeah, that's the that's the simple fact. Yeah. That's why I say this match was better than it had any right to be. Nash does a bump off the ladder through a table. Yeah, for his mate. Yeah. This we is just the we've established all through this show that Nash doesn't do bumps. Yeah, he would. Slightly fall off of a ta- off a ladder through a table for his pal. Yeah, I noted he hasn't jobbed this hard since he was uh, Oz. He did the click sign, didn't he? It was like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I love you. I'm sorry, I click you. And so, um, it long. was it was after this match that he shaved his hair. Yeah. Um, do you know the story of this? No, but I want you to tell it. All right. So, um, it, again, it's from one of his shoot interviews. He af- after this, he, his run was over, and uh, he weren't coming back, or he didn't think he was, and he went home. And he gave his wife his clippers and he said, I want you to shave my hair. And she was like, well, I'm not shaving your hair because it's long and I don't want to be responsible for that if you don't like it or whatever. So he just shaved like down the middle of it. So he looked a bit like Hawk. <laughs> and uh, I said, right, you have to sh- just shave the rest for me. Uh, but the reason he did that, he said, is because he only wants to come back to WWE on his terms anymore. He do not want to be uh, sort of like the old Kevin Nash or Diesel with dyeing his hair and having it long. So he shaved his hair. It was short because he wants to come back on his own terms, and I quite like that. Yeah. that is, there's a lot of things to admire about Kevin Nash. And he never right, came back, did he? Never came back into the ring ever. Well, Definitely be, not with Triple H in the ring. Before we talk about this, I've got a lovely little piece by Dave Meltzer that I'd love to read just a little Big piece Big Dave Meltzer. Big Dave. Okay. So, the other major news story out of the show was the possible end of the career of Kevin Nash. Nash, 52, hasn't got her over, over even with a massive push on this front. Originally designed for a program with Punk, he laid Punk out over and over without ever giving back, reminiscent of his legendary ability to manipulate the system. In the end, his only major match, and perhaps his last, was putting over and doing a stretcher job for his buddy, Triple H. But all the smoke and mirrors couldn't hide that the fans didn't care about this match. The match wasn't that bad. It definitely wasn't good. 
Uh, but after seeing so many young guys work at a certain speed and level, the idea of less is more didn't work at all on the Baltimore crowd. The match was also hampered by going so long, as Triple H sometimes overconfidence in his own ability to carry lesser workers was exemplified here. Nash wrote after the match, Thanks, Paul. Nice it. Nice to end it with someone I love. While Nash may still take paydays to work in these shows, and they did announce that he had a broken nose to explain him being off TV, in case they had to bring him back later, the talk was WWE, in WWE was that this was his last match with the company. This match was rated three quarter stars by Dave Meltzer. Uh, good to good to get the quarter stars involved again. Yep. Yeah, just, well but just three quarter of a star, yeah, not even a full star. Get the quarter stars involved, though, yeah. Three quarter stars, completely different to one star. What is it out of five or six stars? Out of five at this time. Yeah, five back then. Back when it was five, it's six now, isn't it? In, in okay. the pre Ocado Omega, Omega world. Yeah, but, but surely now, now there are well, six actually, stars. technically, it's out of minus five to five. <laughs> Yeah, so he's given, they've, given, they've given minus five stars before. Like th- he's given minus stars and stuff in, to matches. Move on. Yeah. So he he did make a few more appearances. He came as a guest GM in NXT for a little while. Yeah. Did he? I don't even remember. Yeah. That. He, he yeah, was he a guest did, yeah. GM in the early days of NXT. Yeah, he was. Yeah. That was back. Uh, wasn't that when someone had gone on the smack? So he had to come. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was. Someone had done summer. I can't even remember who, but someone had done summer. But my more important point was. They still can't keep him out of being in the ring with Triple H, can they? Because we mentioned it earlier, Triple H against Sting, Triple H killing WCW in 2015. Because that's when it needed to die. Because he hadn't killed Sting yet, had he? No. (laughs) So part of that match, DX did a run in, didn't they? Yep. Yep. Who came out to even the score? The NWO, The NWO who Sting fought against hard for like years. Yeah, but, yeah but he did join him at some point. He was in the Wolf Pack, so like, so, yeah, Nash. You can understand, yeah, yeah. Which and Nash is friends with Hall, and they're friends with Hogan, so they're all mates. Conan's like, why don't you ask me? Yeah. Best part of all of this, by the way, he comes in, right, runs down the side of the ring, attacks someone, and then holds his quad. <laughs> Lies down and holds his quad. Yep. And he was winding us up. As don't work yourself into a shoot, brother. I, I think I, I think he was holding his knee. He yeah. didn't have his knee brace. Yeah, but that was the year he got inducted, wasn't it, into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, so he's done an interview about this. And uh, he was saying that he um he, he didn't it was one of the only times he's turned up to a wrestling event and he didn't take his knee brace with him because he didn't think he'd be wrestling hmm. or involved with anything. And it, nobody thought that. Exactly. <laughs> the whole, it, it literally the, the week day. before Tri- Sting said to Triple H, Oh, I'm not fighting for the honor of WCW, that'd be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Vince it, is like, no, ignore that. This is WWCW versus WWF. It was either the night that he got inducted or into the Hall of Fame or the morning of WrestleMania when uh, somebody came up to him and said, oh, do, you want, do you want to be on the show? And then he looked around the arena and was like, this is pretty fucking massive, yeah. Can you work out my pay based on how many seats there is? <laughs> I'll, I'll, take, I'll take 10 cents per seat. <laughs> and then they told him how long they had like, to get down to the ring. And then Hogan, like we're saying to him, well, once we get out there, they can't really tell us what to do. So if you notice, they can't, They don't run down to the ring because they were they were meant to run down. Can Hogan, you imagine them Hogan three air guitars the entire way down. Yeah, but can you remember the three of them running down? So Nash's legs are fucked anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Hall's had a hip replacement or he needed one at the time. And Hogan's probably, well, he, he, he needed back surgery. He had it because he had that thing in TNA where he pressed the button and it gave him painkillers like Bane, didn't it? <laughs> Do you not remember that? Oh God, yeah, he had he had this thing in his back, and he had a, yeah he had a, he had like wires and stuff going into his back. So he pressed the button, and it well, like let shot. Let me tell you something, brother. 
<laughs> I, I just more Bane stuff. That yeah, so yeah, that, that was. Bane says brother as well. No brother, they need one of us in the record. You know something about that dude? What you gonna do when Hulk Hogan rolls around on you, brother? All the up to date references. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He had he had one more moment after this. Um, uh, he was involved in killing the Ascension. Yeah, killing any momentum they might have ever had. When they had every like big old tag team come out and kill them. Well, it was the New Age Outlaws, the APA, and the NWO. Did Animal come down for this? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> of course he did. Look, I was in wrestling too. Yeah, I, I'm part of a tag team. We're oh, not. We're, we're not ringing hide and right. My brother. My brother works for the company. Hawks here in spirit. Stop darkening the mood. My, da- my, my son did, did football. We're not wheeling draws out here. <laughs> oh no. Hey, brother, can I get involved? Fuck off, Johnny. Jesus. <laughs> right, yeah. So, for killing the Ascension, Nash gets a pass from me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Grand total of about 20 bumps, maybe maximum. What yeah. a guy. I mean, if we'd have gone back and done, like, the two years he was in WWF previously as well, he had one of my favourite matches. No, we're not doing that. No. Yeah, like, I know we're not going to do that now. No. But him versus Bret Hart, like, the two matches he had with Bret Hart in 1995 are both amazing. Especially the Survivor Series match, which included the first ever table bump in WWE. What did you think of his match with King Mabel? Yeah, that, I, I know he's not a fan of that match either. Oh, okay. I don't remember it that well. <laughs> oh, it's great. Right, well, I think that, cut, that cuts Kevin Nash career mode down. But you know what? I, I'm enjoying all this nostalgia. So I'm saying next week we're going to do it, aren't we? We're going to go back to the Attitude Era. It's time. It's time to do it. Every wrestling podcast has to do it. It's it's, it's time for us to grow up. Oh, it's yeah. time we got some attitude. Sometimes you've got to go back to go forwards, said Matthew McConaughey in a very confusing commercial I saw once. So, you know, it's attitude time, isn't it? Yeah, I quite like attitude era. Yeah. Yeah. Back when Raw's... Back when they've just got tits out. Yep. Just, the, yeah. the, there's a lot of good stuff in the attitude era. Also a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should be fairly balanced. So... Yeah, I'm going to say some of our best and worst bits from the Attitude Era next week. Oh, yeah. That's a little treat for everybody. So I think we've come to the end of the podcast. So we, we do we're doing funny stuff, though, aren't we? Of course, course we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah Jesus. <laughs> so much stuff in the Attitude Era. I won't touch with a barge pole. Can we end with you singing the Rory's War theme from the Attitude Era to get us properly in the mood? In the soul of me. We've got great deals. Don West. Piss your ass. This has been the Royal Grumble. Those are the exact words. Yeah. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Say goodbye, Dan. I'm going to do the spiel. What? The spiel. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Please go and like us on Twitter, Facebook, facebook.com slash Royal Grumble. Follow us on Twitter at Royal Grumble Pod. Find us on iTunes. Give us a review. Five stars. We're better than, like, you know, Nash against Triple H wrestling match. Uh, visit us at RoyalGrumble.weebler.com. Uh, I've got these two to say goodbye, so it's just me to say goodbye. See you later. Click for life. <laughs>